Fun fact. People once ate arsenic to improve their skin. I did not think you were going to say a nick. Guys. She's processed it. She's processed it. More importantly, I was like, what? No, so you know how arsenic was in makeup? Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. And like, it's real bad for you. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> poison. Poison. It's poison. Do you know what? That word that last time you had to describe to me, something to do with a pond of water or something like that. Oh, the more? Oh, the more. So many people <laughs> have used that word since that <laughs> that recording. <laughs> that this I'm is what like, I'm saying to you, mate. How long have people been saying this that I've just been like, yeah, I'm not going to ask what that means. And then now I'm like, well, now I know what that is, but I can't take it seriously. Next minute she's hearing about arsenic here, there, and everywhere. If I start hearing about arsenic a whole bunch, red flags of the people I'm hanging out with in the first place. (laughs) Well, no, yeah, so people used to eat it. Someone someone used to put it in a wafer. The audacity for you guys to continue going when I still don't know what I was saying. It's poison! We've said like, this. Okay, but why did they make it? Like, why are people eating? I'm about to tell you. Okay. Is it like rat poisoning? Rat poisoning? I think it is in rat poisoning. I think it might be, actually, in some rat poisons. Yeah. Well, so back in, like, you know, the Victorian era where, or Elizabethan era where they, like, favoured lead in uh, makeup. Yes, I remember that era fondly. Yeah. <laughs> they made it into wafers and claimed that, like, it got rid of freckles, blackheads, and like facial disfigurements. Yeah. Which like it probably did just before they died. Yeah. From arsenic poisoning. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It was like it was the poison of choice to like slowly murder your husband when he was abusing you. So yeah. the old chloroform. Yeah. Chlorophyll. No, no, chloroform. Chloroform's not Chloroform just knocks you out. Yeah, it's it? not deadly, is it? I mean, it might be if you have a little bit too much. Surely. Not that we've tried this. if you don't get oxygen. <laughs> Isn't that the point? Any. Any. Go on. Gas. Yeah. <laughs> I was any like, gas. I was like, ah, okay, no, it's not you know, a solid, it's not a, a liquid. Gas. <laughs> You've seen Chicago. As in the musical? As yeah. In, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, the. Pop, squish, squish. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, some guys just can't hold their arsenic. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's poison. You should know that. You've seen Chicago. He had it I've seen coming. Chicago on Broadway. I was That's the lyrics I, don't change. I've been to Broadway. <laughs> the lyrics also don't change. <laughs> I also still think I don't fully process musicals. Mm, <laughs> so takes I have her to a see them multiple times. I still don't. Like, watching Hamilton the other day with the lyrics on the thing, I was like, I should have done this before I saw the play. Because <laughs> I get what they're saying now. Chaos. I'm um, a trust fund, baby. You can trust me. Is that in her opinion? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you watched it. Oh, my Lord. I, I am not. I'm not one of those people that is just like all over the Hamilton. She's not us who like can fully sing. No, no. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, yeah. I well, don't... yeah. I mean, you can as well for See, an aspect. We do. In my defense, the first um, time I saw it was with. Say no to this. I think both of you. Was it? Singing it the entire time. No, Are you sure we just weren't singing Satisfied Badly? That too. And say no to this. We no, love a little... Show me how to say no to this. Sarah's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm done, I'm done. Like, I don't know so how to verbalise my expression right now, but it's very much a... 
Okay, moving on. Perplexed. I'd Can rather you do the whoa, whoa, whoa. go back. What one? Task. What are you talking about? In the say no to this, you know, when he uh, sings and then she's like, rid of the team. Lord, show me how to say no to this. I don't know how to say no to this. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, shut up. So arsenic. (laughs) That's our fun fact of the day. I'd like some arsenic right now. (laughs) Whoa, bit dramatic. (laughs) Bit dramatic. Well, welcome back to episode three of Surviving Barely Thriving. I am one of your hosts, Laura, and I am joined once again by Sarah. Hey And Eb. Hey! Um, how are we feeling today? Are we surviving or thriving? It's been a hot minute. <laughs> I got a, a maybe half an hour to an hour of sleep, but I'm like not sure. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm fine. This is a regular occurrence. Mm. I can survive on very little sleep. It's almost concerning. So, surviving. Surviving. I would argue I'm thriving right now on this half an hour to hour of sleep. You do thrive under weird circumstances. I do. You're like a weird houseplant. Yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. (laughs) I'm a cactus. Except you killed the cactus. I cannot keep a cactus alive. You have that vine on the shelf right now. Mm. For audio listeners, which is the only listeners we have, there is a vine. Signs of trying times. Trying desperately to survive. Lines and trying times. The infamous Jonas Brothers album. She's a classic. Yeah, this is Sarah on an hour of sleep. Um, (laughs) I mean, any amount of sleep. I'm thriving. Why are you thriving? Because I've decided. (laughs) (laughs) I've decided to just like let things happen and let life take me where it needs to, and I don't care about anything anymore. <laughs> I think that that leads us nicely. I don't think nicely. that's actually a surviving. I, think, I don't think that's surviving. No. I think that's uh, surviving, but... I think it's I think it's thriving. I'm not letting the universe get me down Fair. anymore. Mm. You know? Being resilient. Is I'm that trying, the, yeah, I'm trying to build my resilience a little bit, and I think it's helping. So that's where I'm at. I Elaborate. Like witch. I'm, I am a bit of a witch. Um, well, I mean, it's it leads us into today's, today's topic, topic because um, I think that you have been possessed and that you're not actually my <laughs> friend because you don't release control of anything ever. You're right. You're right. You're right. Look, I'm releasing control in as much as I can as a fully born Capricorn. So do you mean that you are not letting things that are outside of your I'm control not, yeah, upset you anymore? Yeah. So what you can control, so like, you will do things Stuff about. like work, little things like, oh, I'm just, I'm not going to care and mm. put in the emotional energy when I'm not really getting a lot back. Yeah. You know? And I think that will help lead me into a nicer mindset mm. going into work. And it's kind of like a circular thing. Circular yeah. thing? Circular. Circular. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, I don't want to put in as much effort. And I'll like, I'm not to say that I'm not going to put in effort or anything, but I think that is going to help me be a little bit more 
confident and comfortable in my life. Good. I don't need to put stock in to something that does not put stock into me. Good. Mm. Um, with that in mind, today we're talking about the universe. And mani- well, <laughs> I was like, hang on, I'm looking at our part guide. Of, That's not what it says. Part of the universe, spirituality, manifestations, ghosts, psychics. Are we believers? What do we think? What do we feel? I like to think all of that's very like universal. Universal. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shall we? Shall we start with some basics? Yes. Um. Okay, well, let's just do like a quick yes, no, and mm-hmm. then we can elaborate further on. Mm-hmm. Um, ghosts, do we believe? Yes, no. I think more importantly, they need to believe in themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and <that's>, uh... <laughs> I asked one thing, yes or no. And she sidesteps like she's a politician. <laughs> I love that quote so much. It is a good quote. Uh, yeah, I think just more importantly, they believe in themselves. <laughs> I've got nothing to want to add. Sarah's a believer. Ebb, ghosts. Yes, no. That's really hard to do, yes or no. Well, I want you to. <laughs> you can elaborate. We can elaborate further into our yes or no. Okay, yes. Nice. I personally do also think that they exist. Um, I personally don't want them to because we live on a chicken, a former chicken farm. I personally and think I that. don't want 10 million chicken ghosts constantly bocking. I personally think that if any of us are likely to become a ghost, it's you. Yeah, mm. I mean, for sure. Isn't that what the, the psychic said? I am one with the witches or something like that? Yeah, she does say she did say that you have my stars aligned to the supernatural or something. She said you would be very good at, at her job, at which her is reading job. tarot. Yeah, she doesn't necessarily said you were like a witch. <laughs> <laughs> she was not like Sarah. You, you can Sarah, harness the elements. You are a witch. <laughs> I heard. I had my Harry, you're a wizard moment. <laughs> um, heard I have powers. <laughs> I mean, reading tarot is a specific interpretation. It is a power. Can you please, Eb, elaborate on why saying yes or no to ghosts? Yeah. So, I mean, firstly, define ghosts. Do we mean, like, residual energy? Do we mean, like, the, like, shadow of somebody that has died and still is hanging around? Like, either way, I think... I'm I'm not sure if I believe in either of those things, but I definitely don't believe in nothing. Mm. Like, I Mm. think that it is actually, like, sometimes, like, I know, like, Joe is definitely, like, of this opinion, where he's like, show me some evidence and I'll (laughs) believe it, right? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, cool, I appreciate that. And that's a very intelligent stance to take. I almost feel like it is more intelligent to say that, I acknowledge that there are things that I don't understand and yeah. that human beings have not worked out or understand yet. Mm. 100%. So maybe what we are thinking are like, you know, or like the ghost stories and whatever, maybe what we are thinking are, you know, ghostly manifestations and spectres and blah, blah, blah. Maybe those all have a very plausible explana- explanation that we haven't 
figured mm. out that, that, that we haven't out. yeah that we haven't figured out the explanation for yet mm. yeah um technology isn't advanced yeah. enough for us to to know it fully yeah. figure it all out but, but for but now maybe one day yeah but like for and now then, we're calling them ghosts and specters and bloody witches in your case and that's fine i'll be I like mean, yeah it's there we just don't know what it is it'll be like you know when we look into the past and we're like as if they thought that <laughs> and then in the future they'll be like as if they thought as if that, that as if they used ghosts, arsenic in reality it was the reflection of the blah, 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 that they invented the future <laughs> yeah <laughs> see not a fan i like the idea that when we pass away we don't just like leave leave or end. I like the idea that, you know, not necessarily like we're trapped on earth as some spirits could potentially be, but like, I like the idea that our energy, like you said, or our spirits can kind of be with some family for a little while or go mm. someplace else. Oh, for sure. I'm going to haunt both my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. Like, I don't love the idea of us just like a life just ending. And then that's it, you know? Hot take. Mm. Well, not even a hot take, just something. I did believe that. Mm. And then I had my first surgery. Mm. So do you you guys remember when in mine and Laura's fourth year of uni, I had a surgery? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that surgery, like it was not, not a very long surgery. It probably went for like an hour and a half. And obviously I was under general anesthesia. And that day I woke up and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I was like. Just a profound no. "No." Because like for that hour and a half, Mm. I simply did not exist. I have like the, the way, and I don't know how accurate this is, but the anesthetist, when I was kind of just like asking about how anesthesia works the way that she described it to me was we put you essentially in like a coma Mm. right so she was like you're not just passed out or asleep Mm. because she was like then you could be awoken yeah awakened she was like so we she was like we put you on you know like a certain wave of coma of coma and maintain you there until we bring you out of it so that you cannot feel anything Right, and mm. I was like, "Excellent! I don't want to feel anything." Yeah, right? no. Um, yeah. But when, but but like obviously, with that comes you don't dream, you don't. I don't dream anyway. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm saying yeah. she's not, not a witch. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, it, with that <laughs> comes yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like with that comes like you don't dream. I had no recollection of anything that happened to me. All I know is that. But that, with that surgery in particular, I woke up and felt like I'd been hit by a bus mm. and yeah, I had feels... no idea how it had happened or what had just happened to me for an hour and a half. I didn't know how I'd gotten from the theatre where they operated on me into the recovery room where I was. like, and, and I was just like, oh, you know what? Like, actually, without being conscious or asleep, like, without having this, like, wave of consciousness, I don't exist like, I was just not there for an hour and a half. And I was like, oh, hang on. Maybe it's all just, like, this fairy tale that we tell ourselves so that we feel like our life has some meaning beyond. I'm going to keep living the fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I have also had 
a couple of surgeries for dumb reasons. <laughs> Why for dumb reasons? Well, I've had a spider bite I had to get my arm cut open for. Have you not heard the spider bite oh, Australia. Story? I've had two spider bites. Only one had to be cut open. The other one was fine. How have you been bit by a spider twice? Um, <laughs> we live in Melbourne. Or, uh, <laughs> uh, this is going to freak people out. Does anyone have a bed that is underneath the manhole in their house? Yeah, if stop so, listening. Yes. <laughs> make sure the manhole is a fully covered manhole. Otherwise, in the night, spiders will drop on you. <laughs> Fool me Those once, spiders- had surgery, went back to my room, didn't work out where the spider came from. Fool me twice. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. <laughs> Second time, didn't have to have surgery. It's okay. And what is your take on disappearing? Into the the realm. I don't like... It's not that I don't like to think about these things. I just don't think about these things. (laughs) Where it's like, I don't know. That's a problem I have to handle (laughs) when it happens. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's like, I don't know. I guess like, well, I'll figure that out when that happens. And that will be the moment of revelation for me. But what about if you can't figure that out because you're dead? Then that's that's it. Like... (laughs) That's the thing. It's like, well, when I die, that's when I'll find out. I'll be like, ah, see, this is what happens. I think I think about this enough for all Once three of again, us. Yeah, I think about this like every day. I don't think you understand <laughs> like, my internal Jesus. monologue is never this deep. <laughs> every, on the drive never like, to and from when work. When we die, what happens to us? Usually I'm like, should I or should I know not Get a Krispy Kreme on it. <laughs> and that is the same thought every day on the On the, um, on that note, the whole, like, what happens to us when we die? Joe and I did our will. Like, Those our, are hard to do. Aren't you, like, do. 12? Yes. Not long, but, like, we, we, ha- we got our wills married, done. So they're <laughs> yeah, they're actual adults. Adult. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, like, not long after we got married, we got our wills done. Because we were like, oh, hang on. Like, we actually need to tell people what we want to happen to us. Yeah. And our oh, things that we own together. Mm. Um, like, we had to make custody arrangements for Larry, even. You know? Yeah, like, I know. Larry. We make this joke about, I have a dog captain. Joe's sister. Uh, yes. I always threaten Laura that if I die, she's getting captain. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's not a, like, a... He's a good boy. Oh, you can have him when I die. It's a... You hey, will. you're getting captured. This is your child. <laughs> if I die, you wouldn't be able what to if say we're no to him. Not living together at that point, which hopefully, how old? Captain's only like two. He's not going to live in past being like eight or ten. Why do you say that? Yeah, that's Labrador's rude. age is. But he's a also, good boy. Yeah, gonna... But I'm also realistic, and I love him. But I understand how dogs work. Sarah's also just 100% confirmed that we're going to be living together in another, like, six to eight years. No, no, when I die, I will send him back to you. (laughs) Well, the alternative is one of my sisters who has a dog that constantly humps Captain. Mm. The other sister has a dog that bullies Captain. Or my parents who want to temporarily take care of a dog but not full-time take care of a dog. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. So did the wills, right? Yeah. And in that, like, the lawyer encouraged us to think about and put in there what we wanted done with our bodies. I want to be a tree. Yes. I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we had to, like, think about whether we wanted to be, like, buried or cremated. And in the end, like, I was like, well, we haven't 
honestly really made that decision yet. Like Joe's far more for burial. I'm far more for cremation because I'm like burial is just too space. much space. Space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I drive past the cemetery every day. I'm like, that's so much space. Space. <laughs> and I was like, and so we ended up just like putting in there like, can we please be buried together? Like wherever we, whatever ends double, up happening, can we just, up, yeah. Stacked. Well, yeah, but like, can we just have our remains, however they are found? found <laughs> I, I don't know, however they are, well, whether they're in a coffin or an urn. Yeah. Like, can we please be together? And like, just the fact that we had to think about that. You guys mm. haven't thought about what one you want your body I am to go an, through when you die? No, like, or... I, I have. Like, we have, but... I mean, not really, no. But I also want, like, the people that have to deal with my body to have some sort of a say in yeah. that as well. Yeah, it's like, do you they want to keep my ashes? Yeah, maybe keep they don't want to keep my ashes. Yeah. When uh, when my dinner passed away, he, because, like, he was born Catholic. And so very much like, I want to be buried, I want to be buried. Mm. And then my... All the Catholics in my family are not of the, you must be buried. buried. Yeah, well, he mm, was, which considering he wasn't a practicing Catholic, yeah. is very interesting. They've all been cremated. Yeah, mm. but like but not all. Worse. Well, my Orma, um, very much was like, "You're gonna be dead. Who cares what happens to you? I'm just gonna cremate you." And he was like, "No, you can't." But then he got to the point where he's like, "Fine, just cremate me." Yeah. But like we kept we my Orma kept his ashes for about a year until yeah. she buried then buried them mm. in like the plot. Yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, my nana is scattered in locations I cannot name because it's very illegal to scatter. Oh, dear. <laughs> there is two locations, no, three locations. One is a beach that is legal. That is fine. The other two locations are not legal. Are not legal. Okay. <laughs> um, I also noticed. Well, you can't like private property. You oh yeah, you're not allowed. Just scatter ashes. No, you cannot. So, uh, some pocket ash scattering was happening. Oh god! Uh, I'm 99 percent sure. I don't know the full story. Uh, it's okay. It's inorganic matter. By the time it is cremated, like yeah. I said, I don't know the full story, so I am not incriminating myself. Which I'm just gonna throw know. it out there because I hate the funeral industry as much as I hate the wedding industry. Yeah. <laughs> the fact so that you cannot inter family members on land that you 100 percent not the bank having any portion or whatever, but the fact that you cannot inter family members on land that you 100% own is stupid. As in, what, like bury? Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm... Or anything. I don't think you can have... Um, oh, I'm you fine must be able to people, do ashes, actually. That's a lie. I'm fine with people not being able to be buried in backyards because we have a dog that is not our own oh, yeah, buried, buried in the backyard. The and I God. refuse to go in that corner to be like, I don't know how far down it is buried gotta respect the space ma'am like that's a respectable space now mm. and i'm like well i kind of like i know that that is there it's probably decomposed yeah but it's like i'm pretty sure they were ashes to begin with anyway well, that's oh, well. good to know i've been worried about fighting bones <laughs> 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 i've been like one day captain is gonna start being allowed Digging. to go yeah. and dig. He doesn't currently really dig. Yeah, no. But one day he it's will find happen. out that those claws cannot dig a dig. And when he does, <laughs> he's going to find a bone. <laughs> oh, no. So yeah, no, know. I don't know. I mean, like, presumably mm. you would be in some kind of casing, yep. I guess. Yep. Right? 
So like skin? <laughs> We're talking about skin? Like, you know, <laughs> bury them six feet under and probably no one's going to come across them when they're gardening, well, it's like right? like the New Orleans thing where with the ashes, they uh, put them in plastic bags with their names on it. So when there's their floods, which they regularly happen... They can find who the ashes belong to yeah, and return them we... to their rightful owner. That's also why they have the like the tomb. Yeah, the things. above ground tombs. Yeah. Yeah, Fun fact that we cool. learn on a ghost tour. Yeah, loved it. Um, but I am a organ donor, so Ooh, me too. I mean, fingers me too. crossed that they're able to use my organs. Mm. Uh, but like, that is a very hard decision for family members still, because mm. you have to like. I recently found out you still have to be like alive. Yeah, like, once you die. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they, they keep you on life support if it's on life support. Yeah, support. that's the thing. It's like yeah. the decision to be like, okay, yeah, no, that's enough. And I'm like, well, fingers crossed. Like, unfortunately for my family, hopefully for the rest of humanity, that my family has to make that decision so that they can get my organs. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, oh, that's rough on my family though. But yeah, well, I, feel, I feel like if you've already made that decision though. Your family yeah. kind of have to respect that in a way. Yeah. Like, I am an organ donor. I'm not... I think I said no to, like, my eyeballs and stuff because I... I was like, you don't want them. Well, well, <laughs> my that, eyeballs. My eyes are trash. Weird. But also, like, very much, like, you know that ancient Greek mythology, like, if you if your tongue has been cut out, your eyes have been cut out in death, you're roaming the underworld blind and, like, mute. I'll, I'll yeah, I mean, at least yeah. Someone so else that is was like that's why the they would put they would blind. put coins on so. the eyes so that you could pay the ferryman. Oh, like, they did too. Yeah, and in Troy, <laughs> Jacob wasn't Jacob Marley buried with coins on his eyes or something in a Maybe. Christmas Carol? Wasn't that a thing? Maybe. No idea. Yes. Well, and yeah. You're lying, aren't you? You have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I've read it. I've read it. I was I like, is she talking under- about Bob Marley? And I was like, no, Christmas eyes. Carol. Jacob. Yeah. Um. So we... What? Heater? Yeah, I was, sorry. I was just saying if the heater was on. It is, it on. is it's just cold in this room. Um. That is how I will die. That heater right there. Sarah's going to blow up the house. I like... There put a doona and myself over it and create a cocoon. Sarah. <laughs> Which is very much. Yeah, the instructions written, literally say, do, do not, not cover. Do not cover. <laughs> and I'm like, hasn't hurt so far. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we somewhat mostly kind of believe in ghosts or like something, the idea of something. the idea that there's something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't thought about it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the chickens. Other than I'm the really chickens. I'm really worried about the chickens. <laughs> well, Eb, you were telling us before um, we started recording that you went on a ghost tour. I went on a ghost tour this weekend. And I said ghost. <laughs> I said ghost and the cat was like, <laughs> um, The delivery of schnitzes. Yeah, that's why you can uh, hear the front door. Aww. It's not a ghost. It's a delivery. Where did you, where did you go? What did you do? Who did um, you see? So I went on a ghost tour through Erie Tours in, I think it's Erie Tours, in mm-hmm. Ballarat. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> Erie Tours. Ballarat, if there's, Get any, on it. If there's going to be ghosts anywhere. It's going to be Ballarat. It's going to be Ballarat. Um, 100%. Yeah, look, and honestly, it's more of a, like, it becomes more of a historical tour yeah. than um, than a ghost, ghost tour. tour. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Did not see any ghosts. Did Damn. not feel any ghosts. Damn. Um, like a, a couple of um, the people on the tour got 
photos of green orbs on their phone. Mm. But then if you Google um, green orb iPhone night mode, it comes up with ways to yeah. remove the green orb from your photos because apparently that's a thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, iPhones have a, a, a green thingy. Yeah. Right. Um, so that was not a ghost. That was yeah. a um, function. <laughs> but it was it was very cool. Like it's cool to like I've done that ghost tour before, but a long time ago, pre-COVID. Mm. Um and so yeah, doing it again was fun. Like you learn a lot of stuff, a lot of history about that area, which is really not too far away from where we grew up. Yep. Um Ballarat just has such a violent history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Such I a mean, violent history. Eureka Stockade. Yeah. Which every <clears throat> I don't know if the students of today would know about it, but the no, students of really. yesteryear yeah, our would know about definitely it. Would. Went to Sovereign Hill, what, roughly four, five times? You know what? I did not go on one Sovereign Hill excursion with school. What? I know. That's unfortunate. I've been on a lot, but that's, to be fair, I've been on excursions with my sister, as in she's the teacher and I'm yes, just there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'll come to Sovereign Hill. <laughs> I'll come to say no. Um... Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it, like, but even so. just the, the um, like, just the violence between the everyday people mm. in Ballarat because they had not, I mean, in, in a lot of cases, there was not a lot to do other than dig in the gold fields and then yeah. get mortaled Smashed, at the pub yeah. and yeah. then come back out onto the street and beat each other to a pulp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that I found was really, like, it's, it's quite funny. Um and I knew that this happened in Dalesford, so it makes sense that it happened in Ballarat. But I'm like, say Dalesford again. Dalesford. Dalesford. I don't know why. I don't know why I pronounced it. Dalesford. One day we'll do a suburbs of Melbourne pronunciation. How do you pronounce them? How does Sarah pronounce them? Yeah, it'll be different. So yeah, I suppose it makes sense that it happened in Ballarat as well. Mm. but people discovered like glow-in-the-dark paint like is that was it phosphorescent is that what they call it was that the stuff that they used like and it ended up having like uh very bad things in it during probably the, the clock painting girls isn't that the thing probably oh yeah um, yeah. yeah and then they were like licking the and oh. had mm. poison some poison. sort of poison it all um, links back to poison but people would splash themselves in this paint and then dress up like ghosts and run around in ballarat <laughs> Like, I did not know where we were going with the fluorescent paint, but uh, like it. scaring each other, and obviously, like you know, obviously you had the uh, occasional horrible man that pretended to be a ghost and would use that to prey on women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, for the most part, they just did it for gigs, just running around pretending to be a ghost. <laughs> I mean, me every thirty first of October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. We've discussed ghosts. There's a whole realm there. Uh, I want to talk about manifestation because I'm kind of going through my like. I'm going to sit on the manifestation entirety of this conversation. Girly era. Um, I don't manifest anything. I manifest a lot, but like I'm trying to anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, what are our thoughts? I feel like it's making. A not a comeback, but I feel like it's becoming really, really popular. I'm not going to be that person, but can we please give me a definition of manifestation? Manifestation is um, the like 
willing, essentially willing something into existence or like asking the universe for certain things in life. So a lot of people will manifest like financial freedom or, um, guys, has my microphone been on mute? No. <laughs> Was it flashing? No. Red then is on. Fine. Red okay. is on. All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, like, manifestation, you can manifest financial freedom, manifesting, like, your dream job, your dream career. Some people manifest their dream person. Um, like, you know, you write down key attributes or looks or something that you want in a relationship and you manifest that into existence. I can't do that. The, my dream person already exists. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was like... Harry Stars, Chris Evans, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know what I pick," and then I was like, "Uh, Daniel Ricciardo." <laughs> so you you're manifesting them to you, not that they maybe exist in the oh, universe. I just want them to live their best life in the world. I don't care about how I am involved. Right. Well, what do we what do we think about it? Because I like it. I like the idea of it. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there is a way to ask the universe to give you something. Mm -hmm. I think that it is possible to actively think about what you want and then as a result subconsciously take small actions. Is Sarah okay? (laughs) Yeah. And then subconsciously take small options to get that thing. Yeah. I see, like... With weird things that I, like, write or manifest down, I feel like they're just really odd. Not odd, but I feel like they are just new ways of me writing some goals. But then of things that, like, it's a way for me to express the things that I want in my life, if that makes sense. Um, so, I don't know. I like it. Do you feel like it makes it clear to you, too? Yeah, I think so. I think the more I write it down... The more I think about it, it also like shows me where my priorities are as well. So if I'm thinking about, you know, passing my uni assignments or like financial freedom, if I'm writing that down more and more or that's at the forefront of my brain, then part of me is like, okay, this is something that I really want. So then one aspect is like, yeah, I have to work for it. But then the other aspect is, okay, if I'm putting in the work, maybe somewhere something out there will also kind of reward that work and not just with my fortnightly paycheck you know Mm. so i'm interested to know what are you manifesting um i manifest that this podcast does well almost every day i manifest that i am a successful published author i manifest that i am like traveling a lot more that i found my dream career my dream path I manifest lots of things, like that my family and my friends are safe and happy and prosperous. It's all just like little things, random bits here and there, you know. Sometimes it'll be like, I'm getting (laughs) my bus license next week, my medium rigid driver's license. I'm manifesting that I pass that because it would be so embarrassing if I don't. (laughs) Just a bus license. Like Laura who did not get her actual license until she was 21 21. not mentioning that i also didn't because i'm not going for my bus license um love that for her 
a we'll bus license. I'm not we'll sure how I feel about like everyone should get off the I roads. I mean, guys, if we ever need to go on a road trip, I'm your gal. Can drive a bus? Well, we'll be able to drive a bus. I also think a lot of it is like positive affirmation stuff because I write it in the present tense. Like, I am financially free. I am a successful, like, so I think it really helps me just be like, okay, this is what, this is what I'm doing. I feel like I'm the, like, opposite. I don't even set goals. Like, mm. I just, like, an opportunity comes up and I'm like, yep, I'll do that. Why not? And then I do it. And that's how I live my life. Yeah. But it's like, I, I'm not a forward planner. I'm just like a come it as it goes person. I just, I just, I just don't know what the future is going to look like. So I don't bother planning for it. It's Which true. is such, it's a positive mindset, not a negative mindset. No, I get that. You're it's not like a, anticipating either or aspect I was, of your life. I was ruined in year five uh, by a teacher who means well. Mm. And it really has actually inspired me. But they were like, you know, you never know what the future is going to hold because the future is changing every day. Like, people of your generation are going to have six to nine careers yeah. by the time that they retire. So that entire time I was just like, well, if I'm going to have six to, like, nine careers, well, why forward plan? Like, I'm, mm. I'm never going to know what's next. Because they were, like, the whole point was, like, the careers that we will do in the future don't even exist today. Yep. My thing, so many people have said that as well about, like, our generation and the generation below us. I want to know, like, when those careers start. <laughs> like, do they start from when you finish school? Like, what do you classify as a career? And I feel like this could be a whole episode within itself. But I, I think it's, like, industries. Like, my first job was in a bakery. Mm-hmm. My second job was in a dry cleaner. And, like, I would consider those two different careers, like, two different jobs. Like, yes, they were casual jobs, but that's still a career for me. Like, I had a choice. Like, I could have gone further up. That's the, the scale at the bakery. I don't yeah. know if there is a scale at the bakery, but but I didn't. So, that, that, like, still technically a career. I would very much say, like, given the skills that I acquired mm. throughout my time in hospitality, yeah. I would 100% say I had a career in hospitality. But, like, that's the thing. People can have careers in... The things that we're saying. So yeah. it would actually be really rude. Quite rude, <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be like, oh, that's not a career. Like, who's to say it's not? It is very much a very required job of our world. Mm. And people do do it for very, very long times, if not yeah. their entire career, their entire work life. It's absolutely a career. Yeah. So what, I'm already on four. I'm on my fourth, if we're considering that. Yeah. I would be on my... And even second. then, like I've done be volunteer work, so does then that does that also is that also a career? It's like well, it's volunteering is yeah. I mean, I'd also say like I danced for so long. I you feel had like a dance career. I uh, you know I would you say even though I professional. Hmm. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, like I would say even though I didn't go professional and I didn't. Like, I got some teaching qualifications, but, like, in dance. Yeah. Mm. You got paid. Occasionally, not often. But pay's a pay. But, That's a career. You know, I would say even if I hadn't gotten paid, like, gotten paid, even if I hadn't been paid, <laughs> mm. like, I would say that it would still be legitimate to say that I had a 
dance career. I mean, it was like skill acquisition for yeah. a very long time and something that I could monetize should I choose to. Yeah. So. I think that's why I'm like completely understanding that people that set goals and manifest and it's like, yeah, that's a motivator. But for me, it's not a motivator. It's like an overwhelmer of like things I have to do if I write a list. Because when I write a list, it's like, oh, these are the things I have to achieve by this certain time. Yeah. Like I'm a short term, like things I have to do person. So if I'm writing something down being like, this is a goal, then I will focus on that too much to a point where it won't be enjoyable when I do achieve it because it would have been a job rather than something I wanted to achieve by the Mm. time I achieve it. I get that. Yeah. See, I feel like everyone, like, I don't know. I feel like we manifest in different ways, I guess. Yeah, Um, 100%. And I'd like what I've learned through it, the process as well, is like there's no wrong way to do it. Like if we're thinking in regards to like the moon, the stars, like there are certain times of year and times in a month where your manifestations can become stronger in what you're asking and that could be you know the moon and if that's something that you believe in it's something that i like to believe in then like sure go for it um but if it's not something you believe in then that's also fine you have other ways to achieve your goals or think about what you want from life speaking of the moon and the stars Mm -hmm. can we talk about when you guys took me to a tarot reader for my hens (laughs) yes (laughs) absolutely we can you guys like Laura took us. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, the reason I want to talk about this is because I want to talk about you needing to relinquish control and Sarah's olive. Oh, yeah. Again, my olive this could, requires planning and Laura relinquishing <laughs> control. This could be a whole other episode, which I feel like at some point it will it be. It will be. Long um, story short, the lady said that the person that I will end up with, the man of my dreams, is not everyone's liking, mm, aka an equivalent olive. to an olive, which ironically... I hate olives. <laughs> <laughs> I love an olive. The psychic was fun. It was. I like. I like it. I've gone to multiple psychics. I that was my first and only, but not like. I'd I'd go again, but mm. I'm not like this is this person's 100 percent accurate. Yeah, I just like it for like the story aspects. I'm like, oh, I'm the main character in this story. For sure, I think you have Tell to take a lot of it with a grain of salt. Like, you can't put everything into the belief that this person, this psychic, has man- like has yeah. thought of every aspect of your life. Some of it, Isn't like, it the, the three the of us. Isn't it the Macbeth effect of the, uh, you yeah. hear the prediction, you make the prediction come true because you've heard the prediction. Yeah. Not because the prediction. But also, like, the three of us were in the same room together. We don't know necessarily that the stuff she was saying was directed at us. Every time she spoke to us directly, she could have been picking up on our different energies in the room. We're all so similar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are in some aspects of life, but yes. I liked that she told me that like the day that I was getting married on was a good day in the stars with both like both like mine and Joe's. Do you know what? That's what I did like about that particular reading was she did a birth chart. And I like birth yeah. charts are so interesting. If anyone is ever interested in it, um, <clears throat> I like that more than the the, cuts. the tarot. Yeah, I think the birth chart stuff is kind of like I don't know. When you do a little bit more research into it as well, a lot of it makes sense. Like you'll read stuff about 
where certain signs were placed when you were born and how that can impact you. And I think it's like that I found really, really interesting. But it's also like if we consider that a lot of what happens in the world is like the seasons, the stars, the moon, the Mm. sun, like influences a lot of things that happen in the world. And then those events impact you. So when you're alive and when you're in certain places, it makes sense that all those things would impact you. Yes, Eb. I've had a thought. Mm. Please continue telling us why you chew on your crack. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are snacking. (laughs) No. (laughs) I think that we all believe in this stuff a lot more than what we let on. Oh, for sure. Like, you and I are sitting here going, oh, you know, like, maybe under these circumstances. Yeah. Whereas I think Laura's being a lot braver and leaning into what she thinks kind of day to day. Oh, yeah. And being like, you know, I believe in this. Mm. If you think about it, how many times a week do you say it's just the vibe yeah. Yeah. And what the is the vibe? The moon. <laughs> that's exactly the vibe. But it is. Yeah. Like I there are days and you like people say this about like kids at school, right? When full moon like with younger kids, little like when they're raising, oh, it's gotta be a full moon, everyone's acting all psycho. Like at I work, mean, at schools, like word whatever. Italian Luna means moon. Yeah. Stemming from the word lunatics are stemming from like the moon impacting people's mood so also what a horrible word (laughs) lunatic yeah yeah (laughs) i was like like, "Ah, i'm talking about the origins of words i'm not saying people are (laughs) but like it's come it comes from somewhere like yeah there has to be some not like evidence but there has to be something that is like oh god full moon people are crazy like the universe, the wind, the wind sets people off. The wind, like the elements in the universe, are just there to like fully, I don't know, drive us somewhere. Do you remember being in kinder and like it being a really windy day and mm. just setting everyone off? And 100%. then everyone comes back inside, and you're like, <laughs> for sure, yeah. I mean, true. I reckon like even like my at each dog. Other acts differently based on the wind like my dog yeah. acts differently based on the wind he yeah, looks like your dog is a, a gremlin <laughs> the universe sorry my dog's a little what skinny <laughs> <laughs> you can get knocked over he's by a the skinny wind. legend leave him alone he's a he whoppet he's not a whoppet he's a whippet sorry i just like to say whoppet but yeah isn't a whoppet an overweight whippet yeah but it's also a cool way to say whippet whoppet whoppet just like schnick schnick um yeah so psychics they're fun. I quite enjoy. I find them I fun. Enjoy going to them. I don't like the expense of it, but that's because, like, in the back of my head, I'm always like, <laughs> money. <Yeah. laughs> I have been. I think I've been to like four to five separate readings in my life in the last maybe four years, and each one I've taken something new from it. I've taken something different from it. It is a good time to just also reflect on your life. Even if you're For just sure. going to be like, yeah, what they're saying is, in some opinions, some people's opinion, mumbo jumbo. Not mine. Yeah. But it's like, that's not going to be fully accurate. But you're still spending time. It's almost like a therapist sitting there thinking about yourself. But rather than talking about the past, you're thinking about the future. I like it a lot more than therapy. Yeah. It's more because fun. <laughs> they don't make me reflect. Yeah. On myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
Then they're just like, hey, I kind of know where you're at. But hey, this could be like. They don't try to make me better myself and do work. Yeah. <laughs> but like, they, I know. Indirectly, they do make you better yourself. Though, because it's like, oh, what did we do after we went to the psychic? Psychic? Didn't we go and eat? I'm going to guarantee we went and ate. Yeah, that's all we do. I long term effect, not short term effect. I mean, we spoke about the psychic afterwards. But then when we were like, Laura's like, oh, I need to take less control of things. I was like, oh, I should get out and about more. And then you both did neither of those things. Well, I don't feel guilty about not being in the dating apps because it was like reaffirmed my like, that's not going to be a pathway for me. Also, (laughs) did I not just start this episode and say, like, I'm just letting the universe do its thing? (laughs) Laura, we saw the psychic over a, a year ago now <laughs> it takes ago. me a while guys <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there um she, well the thing that she told me was like oh you're in like prime baby making time and i was like no i'm not <laughs> but, <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. You and then she was also just like, like but you don't have to yeah she was it's very, your choice yeah she was very very heavy-handed on the, not heavy-handed but she mm. was very much focused on the no but this is still your free will mm. yeah like she doesn't want anyone to kill the king. What? <laughs> Macbeth. <laughs> uh, exactly. You're back there again. Exactly. I just, whenever, like, prophecies or, like, predictions are brought up, I'm always like, well. By the pricking of my thumbs. Exactly. <sighs> Do you know what? I went to, I just got a bad vibe. <laughs> um, because I said that. I love Macbeth. Yeah, I do love Macbeth. It is one of my favourites. Um, when I went to a psychic in Hepburn Springs, she, it was like a very short tarot reading. She told me that the person that I was like going to spend the rest of my life with, so like future husband, um, I would meet him and automatically just be like, you, you're the one, (laughs) which I found very interesting. That is very interesting because you are not a decisive person no (laughs) which is when she said it i was like oh okay they are it's you hi you're the one it's you (laughs) it makes me angry because i am like literally that's not even the lyric (laughs) to the song that i don't like (laughs) yeah don't like the song but at least sing it correctly (laughs) but yeah psychics Um, we should go again sometime soon. We're, yeah, we should we're actually. We're almost due. It's almost been like a year, hasn't it? Mm. Um, next month, August. We went August. Last yeah, we went week. in August. Yeah, we will let the listeners know when we go. We'll get yeah. you updated. Yeah. Um, I have only been to one other psychic, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so I went randomly with a friend from high school, and we went in. And so, like, I, I will mention, like, myself and that friend, we're not super close. Like, we're not like mm. us, right? Yeah. And so we went in there. I just had a heart attack and it's Merlin moving in the corner. <laughs> and the woman was like, oh, you two are going to travel together. Mm. And we just looked at each other and we were like, no. <laughs> and she was like, you've got plans to travel together. And I was like, no, we don't. We're 19. Like, we can't afford to travel anywhere. Yeah. And she I just went to w- Bali when I was 19. 
I also worked six days a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Never did. Mind. Um, I, I was like rocking around first year uni. Yeah, I was uh, working full time. Yeah. <laughs> at, while at uni. Yeah. Um, Hence yeah. the capable of living with no sleep life. <laughs> God. Um, and yeah, she just proceeded to say a bunch of things that were clearly just her guessing at elements of our friendship. Mm. And we walked out of there and we were like, we just wasted a lot of money. Yeah. And she was like, I hope you had a good time. And we were like, no. <laughs> no. Ma'am, no. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like we should do more. And like, I think we need to do another episode on that, on like our experience when we went and like some other information that was told to us. Cause I think that's really interesting. Um, and even like if we go again, maybe sharing some insights. With I that. only remember the olive part because you guys remind me of it. The rest of it is like uh, your job stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, I hey, you did. That. I got that promotion. Yeah, <laughs> I did that promotion. Now I've girl bust too close to the sun. So yeah, that not was a, a part regret. Of it. If you say girl boss too close to the sun one more time on this <laughs> podcast. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know if you've known. I'm Sarah. I uh, am a girl boss and I've flown too close to the sun. Oh, for God's sake. May, some may say I am Icarus. <laughs> Lord. No Lord one's saying that. Um, <laughs> no one's saying that. Oh, You're Icarus. Oh. <laughs> I like that you're both looking at me. Um, okay. You keep this rolling. <clears throat> Final. You're the one that writes down the to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> We're just here with snacks. <laughs> I'm just here like, la, la, la. I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final part. Final aspect of today's episode then. Um, gratitude. What because I want to do, I want to do a new thing. Definition, please. <laughs> of Gratitude. Yeah, I can't say it without saying like being grateful for something. The definition of gratitude. That can be. Why is that? Not, why can't you say that? Well, because then don't you need the definition of grateful? Number one school rule: you can't use the word in yeah. the definition of the word. Right. And gratitude are not the same word. Okay, gratitude to me is thinking about the things, the positive things that happened in your day or life that you are thankful for. I like that definition. Thank you. Um, you go first. Okay. Well, all right. So here's my new thing. I, for the last maybe six months or so, have been writing down things that I'm grateful for. Three things every day. Um, and I feel like it's helped me a lot. So new outro to this episode, to this podcast, saying three things that we are grateful for either today or in the week. Indeed. Oh, I really... I should have read the podcast notes so I could have got myself a heads up. <laughs> well, I can go I my email somewhere. first. I will go first. Okay, let me think. You guys and I'll can go think. second so that you don't have a heart attack. <laughs> Three. Three's a big Three number. things. They can be really little. So, like, for example, today I am grateful that I had the time to sit and eat lunch with my friends. I am grateful for... A nice, easy drive home after a long day. And I am grateful that... I'm going to... Mm, no. 
I'm grateful for a good conversation I had with a colleague today, actually. That was fun. Go. It definitely has to be Ebb, because I'm still like, <laughs> how uh, you guys are somewhat serious, so I'm going to take a couple of those <laughs> You can be as crazy uh, as you want. Um, I am very grateful that I spent the weekend going on this ghost tour with Joe and two of our really lovely friends that I haven't seen in far too long. That was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I am grateful that um, I have some really good colleagues that make my days fun. And I am really, really grateful for the way that Larry did his little loop-de-loop around my legs when I got home today. Very cute. Um... I'm grateful that I cleaned my desk at work mm-hmm. last week. And so Monday today was a great day of just being like, good job on doing that and putting the time in because now I feel in a better headspace for work for this week. Uh, I have jeans that are not skinny that I actually <laughs> don't hate so that I am grateful for. And uh, finally, my favourite driver in Formula One, who is like a smiley, go happy, lucky person, Daniel Ricciardo, is back on the grid. And I think he just deserves all the best things because he, you know, is very open at talking about that, that he's in his last team. He wasn't mentally doing great and all the impacts that had on his life. And now that he's back and he just keeps talking about how things are fun. And I like yep. to reflect on that being like he went through some stuff. And now he's back and he's happy and he's just having fun. I was like, yeah, just have fun. Just have fun. So I'm grateful for Daniel Ricciardo. Who isn't? Honestly. Well, with that, we leave you for a third episode of Surviving Barely Thriving. Uh, If you would like to get in contact with us, there are a few ways you can do that. You can follow us on Instagram, Surviving Barely Thriving Pod. We also have a TikTok, SBT Pod. Really, um, really should follow that. Yeah. <laughs> I really should make a TikTok account yeah. so I can follow that because I currently don't have TikTok. I mean, I currently have like a collection of social media apps that I like have to hide because I'm like, I don't use that anymore, but I can't delete it. <laughs> Um, we being one. <laughs> still want to build our community. We're a little bit slow to start off with, but that's okay. Cause we're definitely going to get there. Um, so if you want to ask us any questions, share any of your stories or just become a part of our discussions, maybe even, um, give us some ideas for any topics or discussions that you would like us to have on the pod, then please email us on surviving barely thriving pod at gmail.com or message us on our Instagram account. Um, thank you for listening to this third episode. I am Laura. Once again, this has been Sarah and Ebb. <laughs> Have a good one.